today on Commitment to Truth. Use me to speak to the world. Those who do not know you, Jesus, use me to speak to the world. And if you're not speaking to the world, you're not being used by God. And if you're not being used by God, chances are you have not allowed him to teach you and you're not allowing him to mold you. If you are not allowing him to speak through you as a man, woman, child, young, old, wherever you are in between, the bottom line is you and I have a responsibility to allow the Spirit of God to speak through us to a dying world. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. First, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17 through 20 says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their wrongdoings against them. He has committed to us the word, order, word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God we're making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. God, use me. Use me in my gospel service. There's a gospel service that every person in this room have, young or old. There's a service that you are called and created to do. Once you give your life to Jesus, you are called and created for service. Unique to you. Verse 18 gives us a word, ministry. It means a service towards a master or guest. Those by the command of God, proclaim and promote the gospel. In other words, there's a service that you're called to that promotes the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what he's molding you for. That's what he's preparing you for. It's just not my job to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's your job. It's our job. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 8 reminds us that our ministries are different but are from from the same source and for the same purpose. Listen to what it says. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. There are varieties uh, of, which means distinct and different ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties, again, distinction and differences of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons, but to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. That's you and that's me. For the record, even though I'm the lead pastor of Commitment Church, I am only but a part of the body. I'm not the head. Amen. For the record, Jesus is the head of the church, yes. period. Amen. I am only a part of the body doing my function just like you should do your function. 
we get it twisted sometimes. I'm not the head of the church, nor any leader on the face of this planet is not the head of the church. Christ is the head of the church. We're only functioning parts for the common good. Make sense? So it's our responsibility to say, God, use me in whatever service that you have for me that will edify you and will be for the common good. Lastly, use me to speak to the world. Those who do not know you, Jesus, use me to speak to the world. And if you're not speaking to the world, you're not being used by God. And if you're not being used by God, chances are you have not allowed him to teach you and you're not allowing him to mold you. You just back it up, backtrack it. If you are not allowing him to speak through you as an oracle of a man, woman, child, young, old, wherever you are, in between, listen, educated or not educated, rich or poor, male or female, the bottom line is you and I have a responsibility to allow the Spirit of God to speak through us to a dying world. It's our job. It's our calling. It's why we're created. Listen to what it says. God was in Christ, reconciling the world uh, uh, to himself. It says, as though God were making an appeal through us. God wants to appeal to the world through you. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. This word reconcile means this. it's, It's defined ultimately as this appeal of reconciling mankind back to God in a pre-endemic false state. In other words, that God and man can walk in a garden together again. That's the relationship we have through Christ, that we have fellowship with God again. That's what we owe to a dying world. This word appeal is a Greek word parakaleo, which means to call to one side, to speak to, entreaty, to exhort, to entreat or beg. So he is calling us to his side, or we're he's to our side, right? Entreating and begging and pleading that people come to know him and be reconciled. It's our job. Romans 10, 13 through 15 went in with this. And we prayed these verses during prayer a couple of weeks back. It says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? How are they to believe in him who have they not heard? They don't believe because they haven't heard. And how are they to hear without a preacher? But how are they to preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. It's our job. All of you are preachers. All of you are preachers. All of you are preachers. It is your job to tell others 
about the good news of Jesus Christ. You know, listen, I, I, I'm a formal career pe- preacher, but guess what? You're a career preacher as well. It's your job to go take the good news of Jesus Christ to every man, woman, child of all nations and tribes and tongues in our Jerusalem, our Judea, our Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. It's your job. Can you imagine if it was just my job? It wouldn't go anywhere. How limited it will be if it's only me. It's everybody's job, church. In whatever creative way that he's assigned to you, that's your job to go be with Jesus and figure it out. God, what is my unique way of telling the world about Jesus? Here at our church, yeah, we're going to give you opportunities, Ewoks, right? That's opportunities. You can just go and walk and pray and, and, and step back and observe, but you can walk and pray. Or if you can't walk, stay and pray. Phys- well, I can't physically. Okay, that's all right. Well, stay and pray. Well, but you understand, I have kids. You know, well, bring the kids with you. <laughs> go on a family stroll. It, there's no excuse. Yesterday, we had medical students here in our church from all nations, tribes, and tongues here twice a month commit to be here and just love on them. If you need any water, can make you coffee. Can I show you what a restroom is? How can we pray for you? Can you imagine all the dozens of people that show up for medical service that you can come and just hang out and just, hey, how you doing? I'm so-and-so from Commitment. Thank you so much for coming by our medical clinic. How can we help you? I was talking to one of the physicians on yesterday. And he reminded me, I met him years ago, and this is our first time seeing each other again. And I said, hey, I was talking to him and one of the other physicians. I said, just please know that we hear from you. We hear for you. We're here for the spiritual part. I said, because you guys are going through this, you're going through this. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're right. Thanks for reminding me kind of thing. We got people playing cricket with people who are from India. Go play cricket. We need help with our Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts in this area. Because Pastor Mike and and Marissa, guess what? They can't be here every day. So we need people to say, you know, I'll be here. I'll be the host for the Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. I'll let them in the building. But I'll be there faithfully. You follow me? Well, you know, God, I'll be here to serve in our youth ministry, you know, because because I want to help other young women come to know Jesus Christ like I Come to know Jesus. I want to help other young men. You know, I want to serve our men. I want to be a part of men's ministry because I know wherever the men go, so goes any church, so goes any family. So come me in. I'll be there. I'll serve because I'll grow. I'll do whatever it takes to help other men become more like Jesus. It's that easy. 
You don't have to stand up here like here, like, like I do. You don't have to do that. Well, you know what? I'll commit to be all in to come every single Sunday, 30 minutes ahead of time, and be on my knees to pray and intercede that God will break strongholds and he will send people from the north, south, east, and west of all nations, tribes, and tongues. I'll be here and I'll commit and that'll be my ministry. Can you imagine what will happen on a Sunday morning? Find your ministry. Yeah, there's others who are called to be teachers and preachers, and all that stuff will happen naturally. But start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Start somewhere. There's a lady who was a poet back in the 1800s, and she secretly married her husband because her father disapproved. So after being wedded, the, the Browning family sailed to Italy, and they said that they lived there for the rest of their lives. But even in uh, the, her parents dis, while her parents disowned her, she committed to writing them every single week. About 10 years passed. Um, never got a reply. But one day, a big box showed up. She opens it up, and it's all the letters that she ever wrote in 10 years, unopened. It said that, you know, if her parents would have chose to at least open up a few of those letters, could their relationship been reconciled? You see, church, you know what? We're the letters. And if you never let God break your seal, there will be people who never get to know him. There will be people that will never be reconciled back to him because you are the letters. And if no one is able to read your life and see the transformation that has gone on in your life, there will be people in your life and around you in this community, in this world, that would never come to know him until your letter is opened. Will you let him open your letter? Let's pray. Father, you're faithful. Because as even the Apostle Paul says that we are living epistles that you have written, Jesus, on our hearts. But God, how can others get to know you, Jesus, without them reading what you have written on our hearts? Thank you again for listening to our series, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Please tune in next week to hear the continuation of our series. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, 
we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.